Welcome to Season 2 of Chester Pridecast, all things Pride and beyond. We are so excited to bring back the crew and including a new face. Plus, we are joined by a very special guest to kick off the start of Season 2. Before we begin, we'd just like to say the following content may contain strong language and adult material that may not be suitable for all audiences, so your discretion is advised. Any views or advice expressed on this podcast are the views of Chester Pridecast and do not necessarily represent the views and the opinions of Chester Pride. Welcome everyone back to season two. Here's the team back for more shenanigans and yeah, <laughs> you sound excited. Well, I'm a lot more excited than you sounded in the first take of the intro, I'm wow. not going to lie. okay. In all fairness, we're phoning yeah. in a little bit, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, we have a new host, Dylan, on the team. Hello, nice to meet everybody. So yeah, tell us about yourself, your pronouns, and also, like we've all had to, your first. Okay, so my name is Dylan, my pronouns are he, him. I identify as a trans male. Um, and, and your first? My first first time coming out was a bit awkward as I was sat in the car with my mum and she just asked me if I was going to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend <laughs> and I had a secret girlfriend at the time so I just kind of took a now or never moment to tell her and um, ever since then she was kind of double questioning me whether it was what I wanted but and then I came out as trans and it just completely turned it upside down so well you've basically come out twice twice you? yeah, yeah. How, fun, what was though. the like the, the time frame in between uh, so I came out as gay first when I was like 15 and then I came out as trans when I was 20 okay. so about five years yeah. so just settled enough yeah and then just like oh, took a while yeah. to figure it out like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah eventually got there and then it was like i'd shed the skin amazing of the old person and well the thing is like our mums are best friends and they basically have the same reaction your like parents are my godparents <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> we didn't know that on the application <laughs> yeah i'm a bit biased literally <laughs> <laughs> uh, really important question um do you have an air fryer Yes, I do. Oh, thank God. Very important. He's in. He's in. Yes, he's in. You can stay. (laughs) Love it. There's a whole thing about air fryers. It's like being in the Masons, isn't it? It's like a secret thing, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody loves an air fryer. Yeah. Cat or dog person? Dog person. Oh, you know what? Fuck off. (laughs) Oh, you were doing so well. So well. Tripped up at the first hurdle. (laughs) So also wanted to introduce our special guest today, as I mentioned earlier, um, Hannah here, um, a.k.a. Lesbian Mum on TikTok. Um, would you like to tell us a little about yourself and what you do? Yes, <laughs> I can. Um, so my name's Hannah, I'm 32. I accidentally fell into TikTok during COVID, like 2020. Mm-hmm. And I sort of initially just told everyone I was doing it to stalk my kid. And then I fell onto lesbian TikTok and oh you fell down that rabbit hole yeah real quickly <laughs> real quick so like then they're not available right now they're not public viewing but i did a lot of lesbian thirst rounds <laughs> to build my account up <laughs> um and then uh, so what yeah. is a lesbian thirst trap like laying flooring putting up shelves yeah yeah it's a really stereotypical really. like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it wasn't gonna be lesbian mom it was gonna be lesbian hon yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is it just re Wednesday? 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, and then I sort of realized that there was a bit of a niche there for sort of some more sort of supportive, informative, educational, but also like non-condescending and safe, you know, content. And so yeah. I just sort of saw a, saw a need and I feel that need. Well, you, know? you have. So, I mean, the following alone, mm. you've got such a... I think globally as well, you, you've got such a, a response to the kind of TikToks that you do. It's, it is really amazing. I think personally for me, my, my favorites are the mum reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, so just for an example, the one that I seen was, um, coming out and there was coming, um, going to pride. So from the perspective of a mum seeing the child. So what kind of spurred those kind of TikToks on? Um, so it was Pride Month 2021, and I remember seeing a comment from somebody saying, like, I, I'd done a video just talking about, like, being gay, and, you know, and uh, someone was like, oh, you're so open about this. Like, I wish that I had had someone to have those conversations with when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and it would have maybe meant that I didn't have to come out at 25 because, you know, my parents didn't accept it. And I kind of thought, oh, like, you know, kids don't get that you know, the sort of fairy tale queer coming out that they really want. Yeah, and I was like, so I just filmed one randomly one day and it did really well and it kind of spurred other comments. Like, it was quite a generic, like, just coming out as gay. Mm -hmm. And then someone said, can you do one for lesbian? Can you do one for bi, pan, asexual? And it just sort of spiralled out there. Yeah, Yeah, and so I did... I did a whole series around just coming out and then I did a series of mum reactions that were around like mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I sort of now just incorporate them all into one one playlist and I've done over a hundred of them now. So, wow, fantastic. Yeah. It is really good. Yeah, and considering they're all over a minute each, that's quite a long, you know, you can make a movie out of them. Well, that's <laughs> it. I mean, just, just, just linking it to kind of like my reaction to Heartstopper, for example, it's kind of like, although, yeah, there's a bit of drama, it is generally like how everyone wants their kind of experience to be. Mm-hmm. And it is, I think that's why they're so popular because they're so hard hitting. And it's like, that's what I want. And that's what you're drawn to as well then. Yeah. Um, but I think the the other side of that I've seen is your your style videos. Yeah. I think they're so cool, especially like this, the suit ones that you do. Um, so is there any kind of like advice that you would give on on a certain, I mean, everyone's got their own their own style. Yeah. But what? Yeah, black and black. <laughs> just wearing black. I mean, so is Dylan. So I'm not I'm not gonna beat myself off. Oh. I mean, you're wearing a red top, so I'm branded. <laughs> I'm show, on brand. Show it to the camera. I'm on go. brand. Thank you. You're the only one. I'm the only is. one. I'm just you know, <laughs> slave to the corporation. <laughs> Slave to the cop, right? There's, there's Oz. <laughs> but yeah, just yeah. To be fair, there is a whole team behind us. <laughs> there is a crew of like four, four or five guys behind us. So. I am, I am going to need some assistance. Really. <laughs> Blooper right there. So yeah, sorry. Going back, rudely interrupted. So going back to the kind of style videos. What advice would you give to like um, young teenagers that are wanting to express their sexuality through their clothing? So I think it's more about like finding people whose style you like and you want to sort of copy them mm-hmm. and finding inspiration from people. Like for me, I always look back at how I used to dress when even like five years ago and the only way I can describe it was like beige PTA mum like that's how I used to describe myself like I kind of just looked like I'd walked into next and grabbed the first thing and put it on and and it didn't really suit who I was it didn't make me feel good or confident a lot of it I think was 
covering up and I felt a bit bland and it was actually only during COVID that I was like you know what like I hate the way I look I I've had blonde hair like almost my whole mm-hmm. life I dyed my hair bright red and I've had reddish hair since then which I was like it's made such a huge difference yeah and then I've always loved suits and I don't and I think there there was a huge gap in the market for you know degendering fashion because it's such a huge thing oh, who's seen you know these like um like Republican in America lose their mind over these target collections and they were like how can you have genderless clothing and I was like how is this what you're worried <laughs> why do about? we have gender yeah, clothing like, if I just we? gave you a plain white t-shirt are you looking at it and going well this obviously must be for a girl but I think that applies to everything and yeah. so you know I think suits obviously are predominantly marketed towards men and they are cut towards a male body sort of traditionally so it is really hard to find ones that fit but there isn't really the advice out there for sort of people who have a more like feminine figure or feminine shape mm-hmm. to find suits that fit. So I started make I bought a load of suits and started making content in the suits and I have incorporated a lot of them into my third straps, which has been you know, <laughs> so it's like mutually beneficial. Yeah. I see it as an investment in everything. Um, but the way that they make me feel is something that I never felt wearing a dress. Yeah, like, definitely. I just. I, I own dresses and I have them for and like if someone put a gun to my head and they were like you must wear this dress I'd be like alright whatever but it wouldn't be my preference I don't want to get married in a dress and yeah. you know the majority of my clothes if I buy them new which is quite minimal because I'm a big thrifting you know charity shop person I buy from the men's section because I just find they're more generous the sleeves are longer yeah, they tend yeah. to be broader in the shoulders I'm a rugby player so I have quite broad shoulders so you know finding clothes that actually fit means that I'm going to look in all of the clothes sections and you know men's clothes have way bigger pockets <laughs> massive pockets <laughs> the first, so I unfair. a full can of Red Bull in my pockets yeah. oh, wow. I thought you were just pleased to see me and I thought I thought I was like, like, like a full can in my pockets like that's winning to be fair you have like three drinks on the go at all times well yeah always a backup you say a bit like obviously degendering clothing like like if you watch things like uh, Queer Eye um, Ham is very much like women's jeans actually fit better on on men than you realise and and women's trousers do as well so it's a case of sort of that degendering fashion is becoming more and more popular. Look at Harry Styles, you know, yeah. you know, Bowie used to do it years ago and it's like that. It's, it's, it all comes back full circle. Well, the thing yeah. is, you mentioned that, like, <clears throat> you saying about men's clothing feel more comfortable, bigger pockets and stuff. Um, I had a friend leave a pair of like jeggings or leggings or whatever you call them. And I thought they were just my skinny jeans. So I was like, these aren't mine because they don't have pockets in. But they are so comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> they fit all the right way and they stretch as well. I was loving it. <laughs> you get a lot of women wearing men's boxes. Yeah. Because mm. it's more comfortable and things oh, like yeah. that. So okay, you know the average man is actually a B slash D cup, bra yeah. cup. Well, like, not Jason. <laughs> we were having, before we started recording, we were having a conversation regarding suits. And I was saying, because obviously I rub a bear too. A bigger build anything like that when I buy the suit that has to fit the chest it's too long in the arms it then looks too boxy so Mm -hmm. it's like you know when all everything's all this bloody skinny fit and everything like that and you're like why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Exactly. And it, it does get really tricky. So, you know, as as a woman, I'm sure it does start to get trickier because I th- when, I suppose when you think of women in suits, it was always that sort of that little short, tiny jacket, wasn't it? That's like a woman's like a skirt, skirt suit. Well. Yeah. yeah. And all that. And it's that sort of that black 
power suit. Yeah, like big yeah. square shoulders. Yeah. your nan with a double-breasted sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, for a way, that's sort of like your auntie. And I think it's great. Like When I said to you, that, that pink suit, though, I'm like, mm, yeah, I like that. Insert picture here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so, like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to, obviously, I'm still engaged. Um, but we're looking to get married soon. And, and we are looking at, like, different styles. And TikTok's been a massive thing for that. Like, mm-hmm. I've got wedding talk. I've got art talk, interior talk. All these different kind of categories now on my TikTok. But wedding talk, yeah, it's just kind of, like, seeing all the different fashions as well now. It has become so genderless, especially around... Um, Gay, gay men and, and how they dress. I mean, you'll get some men that dress in like a suit, but quite feminine and that has like a, a you know, a oh, I've seen them. Like, they a, are like, a, like an evil queen suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a long coat. Yeah. Yes, in that. I mean, I wouldn't get, I wouldn't see Dan on myself in one of those, but, um, well, but seeing like, like <laughs> matching each other and, um, I've seen grooms like incorporate a version of a veil as well, and it's yeah. looked incredible. And I think people just go, "Oh, well, no, it's, it's for women." I'm like, "But you can you put it on a man; it's a man wearing it." So you know, you well, one, can one thing we did, like, it's oh, okay, it's, it's like this whole thing that you know. Well, you can have flowers at your wedding. If yeah. you don't want flowers at your wedding, that's absolutely fine. But if you want flowers at your wedding, obviously, traditionally. I suppose it's same for any same-sex couple. Yeah. Do I want to carry a bouquet or do I not want to carry a bouquet? Is that too girly to carry flowers? Well, so, what they've said what, is 2023, the fashion has been, for, especially for like men, wearing them, wearing them yeah. on, on the, so where the pocket to, is. Like a big, a, like instead of a flower, like a, a small bouquet. Yeah. But oh, like, I would have like a fuck-off blue bouquet. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you'd have like, my face and <laughs> it coming up and everything <laughs> Oh, my wedding, we, we literally, people commented because it, it was just after the royal wedding, I can't remember which one it was, I'm not a royalist, but, um, <laughs> and they actually said, you've got more flowers at this wedding than the actual royal <laughs> wedding wedding, because like, we even had a massive arch of white flowers with everything. Yeah. Like, we even had an owl deliver the rings. And an owl deliver the yeah, rings. Yeah, that's what if, if it was 10 years ago, it'd be the um, princess, uh, the prince and princess of Wales' it's wedding. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we even had more flowers than that. Wow. competition. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like I see you, I raise you an owl. Yeah, I raise you an owl, yeah. <laughs> Beat that one. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, just just going back to just going back to your TikToks. Um I think the the, the, the kind of like the best, not well, not the best feature because it is a it is like a negative kind of um area, but like the clapbacks that you that you do to some of like some of the haters. They're so cool. I, I just, I honestly, I think, yes, go girl. Yeah. <laughs> because like the the one that we mentioned earlier, um, it was, what was he talking about? Jesus. Yeah. And um, you'd like. It said like, you need Jesus. You need Jesus. Yeah. That was it. And you were like, here's yeah, all the saying that in the way of the girl. like, y'all need Jesus. Because <laughs> <laughs> in that context, fine. Or like, you need Jesus. Oh, no, definitely. Oh, did he say cheeses? Cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing, like you said, it was, okay, he was yeah. commenting on everything. So it wasn't just like a, a one off kind of comment. Multiple and like, you were like, yeah. you've said this, you've said this, God, you're obsessed with me. Yeah. And that's, that is it, that is brilliant. It's just like, isn't it? Like, you know, you are putting out this content, you're taking the time and the effort to put out good content. You know, educational, viable, educational content. viable content, yeah. or some of the other shit that you just get turned out over there. Um, and then people actually take the time to sit there and go, I'm going to be negative about this. 
Why? Yeah, why? Just why? 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 <laughs> it's a bit like I've got a lot of questions ah, this season, yeah. folks. Bear with me. Yeah, I think the internet and especially social media is changing. And I think that people are utilising it for so many different reasons now. And it's been to so much benefit. There's so many people who are like, now, especially, there's a huge thing about women coming out because of TikTok. So mm. TikTok told yeah. them they were gay before they knew they were gay. Yeah. And they <laughs> fell onto lesbian TikTok. And I'm like, when you look at that kind of thing and how that's how that's happened and how TikTok is now, you can literally buy educational content off TikTok. They've started this new TikTok series. Oh, I didn't know So you that. can create a series and sell it. Um, and people buy it and some people do like workouts or gaming tips and you and you can you know there are so many ways now to monetize your platforms but the same way as you go from one extreme where people are using the internet for all these amazing things and you can have you literally have access to every answer that you need at your fingertips more people yeah. now use TikTok as a search function yeah. than yeah. they do Google yeah. and these are Gen Z's obviously not like you know I'm a Google person but Gen Z's now they won't go into Google they don't they don't, no. they don't sit there and type so in you're not gonna... so Jason Google is a lot like Ask Jeeves Yahoo you bitch Yahoo remember I use YouTube well, the, the Encyclopedia Britannica do you remember the Encyclopedia Britannica Just, it's like that yeah. Yeah. Mine, was, mine was etched in walls yeah. <laughs> well this is it people don't I think because there's so much short content you're not going to sit and read an article no. that you could have fluffed down to a couple of sentences yeah but you're right about the search thing I mean I've searched things like well how how do I plaster that bit of wall my TikTok is stand-up comedians um, yourself uh, plants house food oh food talk I love food talk recipes that you get yeah. on there oh my god it yeah. is brilliant yeah that's pretty much mine isn't it but you think with all of this at our fingertop, fingertips and people are still finding finding things to complain about and I think that is the that's, that is the new dark side yeah. of the web you know that's the way that people think that they're invisible when they're not you know there are people who dedicate their entire accounts to doxing hate accounts yeah. you know they're exposing them and I and you know when these people are exposed they're like how dare you freedom of speech and I said yeah but what people forget is that with the internet now the way it works and the platforms people have you do have freedom of speech but you're not free from the consequence of your actions so it's like, yeah. you'll, you'll look you know, at some of the, the bigger profiles especially in the UK like Alphaba Chelsea Lee Art like they get so much hate and you think well you also get so much money from it as well you've got to take the bad with the good oh, yeah, and, like anything. Yeah, I mean yeah granted a lot of the stuff can affect them mentally like there was one video that Alphaba put on there was she was out with friends at dinner table and she was crying her eyes out because she was getting that much hate and you think girl you're with friends be present turn yeah, it yeah, off yeah. get I away from it struggle to switch off like I don't I don't really yeah. scroll through mine and I just kind of I could go for it mean, you've got to be realistic <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's like anything it's like if, you, if you're going to go into the media world if you're going to go into fame if you're going to go into anything that's going to bring you attention you've got to be realistic and expect well, it, it comes with bad attention yeah. 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 life I think yeah. when you build your content as well around being like, oh, someone did this and someone did this. Like the reason I don't do a lot of clapbacks and when I do, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. It's for things that I have either personally, I'm like, I have a little personal gripe about it, you know, but for the most part, I delete things. Yeah. The block button exists for a reason. I'm like, my energy needs to go on to people who need yeah. it and, you know, my community and the people who I think are going to benefit from it and there's no way that those people are going to look at it and go oh lesbian mum told me I should grow up so well, I'm going to go this, this, yeah, exactly. this is kind of my point like the clapbacks that you do you spin them on a positive kind of like well I'm still supporting my community what yeah. are you doing kind of thing mm-hmm. it is it is brilliant to be I, think that, I think that's what I noticed I'm going to say obviously I check you out for me <laughs> <laughs> so I know like I was watching and what stood out for me more than anything else is, is the massive positive message that you put over and I absolutely adore the way that you do it 
and the way that you personalize it. Yeah. Even though it's obviously it's not personal, but yeah, it's, it's, you, but I like the way that you put it over the, the person, especially for quite a few of them, is like you're talking directly to that person. Yeah. And I think if there's anyone that desperately needs someone to be given a positive attitude towards something or even to feel that they're not on their own, the way that you do that, to me, it really, really sort of like backs up that feeling that person's not on their own. Mm. The thing I is, I stand by everything I say. People yeah. are like, do you really believe this? I'm like, 100%. Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say if I didn't mean it. Yeah. And I stand yeah. by everything and I stand by every reaction. And the idea, some people are like, this is so patronizing. And I'm like, no, the idea is to model what really should be a perfectly normal, healthy response to a child just being who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing that I do is hurt, hurting anyone or you know spreading any kind of harm or disinformation. It really is just... This is this is how you. I think the only people you should love unconditionally are your children, and that's the way that you know. Well, I that's it. I think the mum reactions. I think that's why people gravitate to it so much because they need that support. And like you said uh, earlier, before we were filming, like and um, working within mental health, I think just adding that element in, especially around gender diversity and sexuality, because mental health is a massive aspect of that as well. And I think yeah. that's very underrated in a, in a way um i think you'd agree yeah. like everyone's had their like their, their battles and i think adding that into those kind of videos it just softens the blow i think yeah. and it, it is it is amazing i think it's so important as well that you've actually had training in it yeah. yeah because to me this is my big big gripe about the media and social media and things like that is the fact that it gives a voice to everybody and the problem yeah. is with that some people who don't gosh i'm awful now don't deserve to have a voice or basically they're willing to Use have a voice platform. have a voice to create negativity and yeah. also to think they have a right to speak about something and probably cause more harm because they haven't had the training yeah. they haven't they don't yeah. know how to put it over they don't know how to talk about especially mental health they don't know how to talk about such a subject how to you know how to address it i mean there's, I think, there's given advice yeah. isn't it like a friend would give advice to yeah. someone Again, i think it's very dangerous unless you yeah. have training especially over a media social media especially mm-hmm. when it's put out there and believe me people do listen but to people what you exploit say. it as well yeah, and of course that's they do. a very dangerous yeah. thing i actually there's a there's this tv show the queer ultimatum on netflix if you watch oh, it. Watch yeah. oh my friend at work was trying to get me to watch it was this. the it was, it, was it, was it was easily one of the most stressful things i've ever watched but there was, <laughs> yeah and, and it was like oh here they could have done some really really great queer like especially for lesbians representation they just screwed it up but what came out of it was i mean a shit show so swearing but also there was one person who had about five minutes of screen time who gave what i can only describe as just good advice that's it that she should she's not a counselor she should never be a counselor she just literally gave it to them straight and yeah. i was like that's how that's how a friend should talk to your friend yeah, yeah yeah and what she has now done is so many people have gassed her up and been like yeah all over her social media you did a mate you did great you should host the show blah blah mm. Take her on. they used a straight host who was so proud of the fact that she knew what a bottom was it was ridiculous <laughs> but but now she's a charging <laughs> she was like I know what a bottom is so TJ's not here what <laughs> <laughs> but um, this this person is now charging $80 for, group, for groups oh of 10 goodness. people to wow. come and she's calling them um, like she's going to come in safe spaces and she's put in there oh I'm not a trained professional I have no all I've got is life experience and good advice I hope she's got good insurance no and she's obviously in America and I was like and I, I even commented and I was like do you know how dangerous it is if you haven't had trauma informed training mm-hmm. to offer advice to traumatise people yeah. like I, I can go and sit down with my friends and give them great advice mm-hmm. I might not take it but I'll give it but they don't have to take it and exactly. also I'm not legally obliged to but if you are exchanging yeah, money you're not, in you're exchange not, yeah, services yeah. 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 
they could, mild. They could pay less money to actually get a more informed. Oh yeah. Like, yes. To get a trained person, yes. so she's make eight hundred dollars. In all fairness, they probably got a friend that literally would go, "What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you serious? <laughs> like, you know, we've all got that one friend. Yeah, yeah. I'm that friend. <laughs> I'm that friend. It's good to be a Jiminy Cricket. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what happens, you know. So yeah. I think people, there are people, and you know, I get a lot of, I get a lot of DMs, and I, and I do, I do read a lot of them. Some of them are just so, traumatizing to me, and people really mm. overshare. And I understand they want to go and find someone, they want to find someone who will listen to them, but. I first I couldn't reply to every single DM. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it, and also I don't know. A lot of them are kids. I don't know their. Per- I can't give them advice. I yeah, yeah. we've them. said yeah. about this, haven't we? About yeah. giving advice based on one sentence. Yeah. Well, we've given conflicting advice. Well, just comments, and we've just gone do with it what you want. And I think or, whenever we've given sentence. advice, if it's a case of it's if it's a serious subject, it was always we've always signposted to a the professional, right. yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what needs to be done. If you're just asking, you know, oh, how do I get, you know, my housemate to stop eating, like, drinking my milk? Still bitter. Yeah. You're still bitter about that, aren't you? You're still bitter. Yeah, can I just say, it wasn't James. <laughs> it was not James. It was not James. It was not James. I've actually been asked to remind him and just tell people that it wasn't James. You've had many housemates and it wasn't yeah, James. it wasn't James. <laughs> um, but, but, you know... There's give, yeah, there's different. I think there's different levels. There's no giving advice to friends to, to that, and you've got to protect yourself as well. As you said, it's one sentence. You don't know this this child's circumstances, nothing like that. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it it's difficult. People well, like play the blame game. They choose you. Yeah, to oh, it's hard. I see other creators be like, oh, they'll they'll write comments like DM me, and I'm thinking you. you like you work at McDonald's, what advice are you going to give this person? No, there's anything wrong working at McDonald's. They pay really well. well you haven't and got get the credentials food. to give advice yeah. like but that. I was like, what? You, how are you? How are you? How is your that going to translate into you supporting a yeah. traumatized, you know, teenager? Well, this is the thing, it's and really it can't give them a Big Mac and make them feel better. That would make me feel better, <laughs> you know. I'm a feeder see, and a you could have said the joke. You give them a happy meal. It's a joke there, Jason. Yeah, you get a tongue with that as well, don't you? Well, um, were you saying you saying about um, getting these DMs about all these kind of traumatizing things? And it's like it is quite harrowing for yourself because we mentioned earlier, due to the success of these kind of confessions that we get from the last season, um, I am writing a book. I am writing a book. He's writing a book. I'm writing Plank. a book. We're writing books now um, about confessions. Um, since then, I've been asking um, for submissions for stories, confessions coming out, all that kind of thing to collate into this book. And a People lot of kept anonymous. Yeah, exactly. All of it's anonymous, but we've also had to be very. Except for James. <laughs> Except for James. <laughs> Look, right, it wasn't James. <laughs> Did you listen back to the episode I'm slagging off a former housemate? It wasn't James. That's what you should put at the end of the book. It wasn't it was James. James. I made the title of the book. It wasn't James. Confessions. <laughs> well, back, back to it. Back to it. Sorry, Jesus. Sorry. Always distracting me. <laughs> no, but um, I, you, I, we have to be very quite straight, especially if it's a book that's going to be ups and downs. I've had a lot of downs. Mm. And I think it's very important to include them into this. Mm. But... I've, it's it's shocking how much I've had that's very much illegal um, that's like real trauma and you think you should be you should be speaking to a therapist yeah. about this kind of <laughs> stuff not me yeah. as much as I you know I'm here to listen 
I can't, I can't help you with what you've just told me. And it can be quite distressing for yourself to listen to some of the kind of stories that people tell you. And yeah, um, so that's why we're very strict on it. It has to be legal, consensual, and no harm to yourself or others. Yeah. Or animals. Or animals, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yes, I will be putting the link up um, in the in the episode. Um, you can make submissions to Rainbow Tea Rooms in Chester, um, podcast at chesterpride.co.uk. And our Curious Cat, again, will be putting that up on the socials. So yes, get submitting and we can add that to the book then. You can be a little famous. In a and book. it's a yeah. Put it back in again. It is anonymous, isn't it? It's all anonymous. Stress, it's anonymous. Yeah. If you, if you want to mention names, I'll be naturally changing names anyway. Um, but like yeah. You had to do. I think I'm going to submit one now. Oh, do it. I know. Well, guess now it would be like, is. exactly. Which one's Hannah? Which one's Hannah? <laughs> I'll listen to it one day and I'm like, Hannah. That's me. Well, listen, it's, uh, one, one, one person did mention like, well, why are you collecting all these? So I explained podcasts and stuff, but I was like, Think of it this way. If you've got something that you've got on your mind that's been, that you can't tell someone or don't want to tell someone, this way it can be out in the world, off your shoulders, but nobody needs to know it was you. It's like confession for a Catholic priest, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Could be you in a little white... No, thank you. Nun, I'm not. Dressed up as no. a nun. There you I'm go. not dressing as a nun. It wasn't James. Yeah, it wasn't James. There you go. There you go. <laughs> 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 delirium with the heat it is really warming yeah to be fair the last episode was like what February so it was really cold we were like uh, in, in February was it it was yeah. was it it was February yeah. it was ages ago yeah. oh, it was after the thing wasn't it the thing yeah, yeah the thing yeah. that thing yeah. and those things mm. yeah but yeah it was really oh, it's not quite the wandered roast thing yeah. oh it was wasn't yeah. it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's me uh, but yes, I think if you've yeah. noticed, TJ's not here with us today. Oh. Um, we've decided he's got piles this time. Yeah, this time, yeah. <laughs> no, to be fair, he's a lie. I started a petition to getting banned from the podcast. I have three signatures so far. Um, They're all yours. All, all you. They're all mine. <laughs> Names have been changed. <laughs> so um, no, no, let's see if he's back. Some point. <laughs> he's going to hate you next week. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself at the time. <laughs> but I thought if if this episode, I think if we um, we do have some confessions, always got to have some confessions, um, and then we get some of your feedback because we'll go around the table, as we always do. Um, so I'll read off the first one then. Um, so I went to a pub um, on a summer summer evening with a friend, um, and coming, coming in, there was a really handsome guy who approached me and said, you're really hot, um, can I buy? And before he finished his sentence, I said, oh, I know it's boiling in here. Um, oh, so we know what season it was in. So it's quite recent then, isn't it? So it could be, yeah. Well, yeah, it was a, yeah, it was some, that's summer <laughs> happens every year then, Jason. Not like this one. Well, well, <laughs> last one was even worse. Global warming, I think you did well. Thank you. Worse. So I said, I know I look hot. I um, and clearly didn't get the message because I said, um, um um, so he said, no, you look hot. And he went, oh my God, fine, I'll take my jacket off and walked over to the bar to buy my own drink. It was only until the next morning that I realised he was hitting on me. And there's me thinking he was calling me a sweaty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it just took me a moment as well to figure out what the fuck you were on. But yeah, the way like, you read it was really... Like, well, I was being like, interrupted. What's going on here? <laughs> well, Jason was banging on a bit. Was. Summer. <laughs> um, oh, Okay. 
So we've been hit and on. See, this is the thing. I, I personally have never been hit on. That I know of. That's the thing. Yeah. I probably yeah, have been hit on. Yeah, you could easily be that yeah, person. Wow. I was a skinny mini one. Yes, we've seen the photograph. <laughs> we saw the photograph. Kit Harrington. And who was it? <laughs> Sam Tarley. Sam Tarley. Yeah, Sam Tarley. And Kit Harrington. And John, John, John Snow. Snow. Yeah. I'm their love baby. Yeah. There you go. With a bit of a tongue. <laughs> so yeah, what I mean, there's not really so much advice in that, but like when you're being hit on, hit on, height on, height on. I mean, look, sometimes we've all like missed it. You know, sometimes they're quite oblivious, and I think, you know, so I suppose it, again, it comes down to that point, doesn't it, where maybe we all don't really see like the attractiveness that each of us have to like some people yeah and so if you're somebody who's just like not really aware that they have got mm. nice eyes or this that and the other and someone compliments it automatically you just like Whoa. well he does mention um I, I came across a really handsome guy and i've i've been in a situation where i've gone i'm instantly out of his league so oh. if he if, well, no i know but it's, it's kind of like it's a it's a it's a kind of comment that you would yeah you would no, like kind yeah. of negate it really I would, mm. if that was me I'd probably be I'm this person it's not my confession but I am this person that would just like no well, that's the, you I'm are sweaty, sweaty. <laughs> I am I'm very hot very sticky and sweaty <laughs> so something I feel like that to me years and years and years ago do you even think it was the ice age um, but it was it was um, that was very cool it, connection was very cool it was connect, It was in connections when connections was open and um, the DJ though at the time he used to stir over at the time and I thought oh he fancies my boyfriend at the time. Anyway, cut long story short, we split up. And then a week later, he came and went, came up to me and he said, oh, are you single? Are you ready to date? I've really fancied you all these years. I was like, I always thought you were looking at my boyfriend. <laughs> I was getting jealous because I always thought, he says, no, he's always been looking at you. Oh, so, bless him. lazy eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was blind. He had a... <laughs> <laughs> it was his guide dog. So I've got another one here. Um, so there was one time I met up with this guy who was the most handsome guy I've met and we were getting it on and just got rougher that um, his bed cracked and broke it, it basically broke in half. Um, we carried on in his parents' room. <laughs> Naughty, I know. And the same thing happened there. So we decided... How? To... How? What, how what, they what are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Yes. Yes. In also, where are they buying these bread beds yeah. from? It's not <laughs> Ikea, is it? These, yeah. these are not... Are not but, no. <laughs> is it MFI? No wonder they're in yeah. business. <laughs> so is, it, is this about where do we better, better beds from? Is yeah. So we said at the same time this happened... Um, Divan, so we was it assorted? <laughs> It doesn't go into that much detail. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, think I, I don't know how we can give help and advice to this. Well, I'm trying to resolve this. We don't need information whether or not it was a divan. I think it'd be slotted. Slotted. I reckon, slotted. I reckon yeah. Someone was getting slotted. Have you ever heard of a van or a slotted? I love a slotted. Do you? Yeah, slotted. Um, yeah. Is that going to be another divan question? So, air fryers, divan. cat dogs. Do you mind? I'm trying to make content. Thank wow. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with you alone. Divan or slotted? Both. But well, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not picky. I'm not picky. <laughs> slotted. Have you ever slotted. been slotted? <laughs> slotted. Uh, sorry, uh, slotted. I quite like a divan because you get a drawer, don't you? Sometimes. That's sometimes. Yeah. Even if you don't, you're cheated out of under bed space. Yes. Yeah. Mm. You've got drawers. Yeah. That's the thing. True. Fancy. Anyway, sorry. 
I'm going to put in season two. Great content. Yeah. Yeah. When and he comes Devan on, does not have a monster under the bed. Dan, Dan's behind the camera. When he comes on, just mute him. Don't man. edit me out, Dan. I'll be fuming. <laughs> just like, just put like it's yeah, the, the black, want. the black brother. Air fryer on his face. And now dog cat. There's a whole thing about Hoover's as well at one point. And there was. What was that about? Shark. Shark Hoover. Well, yeah, it's a vacuum. It's a vacuum. Yes, anyway, sorry, carry on. Um, so we stopped, and his parents came upstairs and entered his room first and saw that the bed was broken and shouted his name. Is this it, like Goldilocks of the Three? Oh films? my god, the, the big bed was too soft and they got oh, go so shouted his name and entered the, the, their bedroom and saw that he was butt naked thank you for being silent for five seconds <laughs> Jesus I don't get it what was were the parents downstairs the whole time like I get it if you were maybe an adult well it just says that they came it. upstairs so they might have just come home but yeah, maybe can't, can't be having sex in the parents' bed. No. It's weird. I'm that is, yeah. Having sex in that bed. <laughs> yeah. Having sex in that bed. So, yeah, I think your your premature advice of get a stronger bed was well suited. Devan, you would have the problem with the bed. <laughs> yeah, Devan. Yeah, Devan no, I've got the solution. Get like a metal frame bed. I've broken it. Yeah, but they can bend them. Yeah, yeah. I've them. done that. Yeah. Oh, oh, WD-40. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if I see Yeah, you don't want all that. <laughs> But it's like multifaceted because it's like, firstly, what are they doing to break the bed? Secondly, after the first bed broke, was the parents room the right choice? And did they know their parents were coming home? This is, there's a lot going on there. Yeah, there's a paragraph. <laughs> if, if whoever wrote this story, can you please email us back in with a follow-up? What happened with the bed? And if it was a divan or if it was a slotted? Look, this is the thing. People need to know these dangers. So when, when these confessions come in, do they have to have like specific... Detail. Yeah, it just enhances the experience, doesn't it, really? <laughs> I'm sure you can fill in the gaps. If you're into rough sex, have a divan. There you go. Or just don't do it on the bed. Do it on the floor. Easy, done. There's your advice. Do it on the floor. Once the bed broke, God, I just dragged the mattress. The mattress. Not not the floor. Floor. Thank you. Yeah. Which room do you think are in rooms? This is probably just a, this yeah, is probably just a three beds. Just like downtown, downtown Abbey or something. Yeah, they've had time to go to the next room. They've got time to move the broken bed out of the way. It's probably only like four foot long. It's a three bed semi. Plus, plus, if they've moved the bed into the landing, then they've got barracks then from the parents to see what they're doing. So they've got yeah, well, time. Your parents walk in and see a ram ray. That's what it looks there. But my first thought would be, we've been burgled. Yeah. Brian, we've been, we've been burgled. <laughs> it's to the other side of it as well, isn't it? It's like, you know, from... A parenting point of view, oh, yes, there you go. it's a case of there's going to be a time when your child is going to be sexually active. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And is it, when you think about these things that we've all been a little yeah. bit like, yeah. and we've all like <clears throat> gated the truth about things to our parents and stuff like that. Well, I, I just put my daughter in front of sex education and I went, if you've got questions, come find out. So I have always used the correct terms. So I've always, we never use like never mini or bits or anything like that. Yeah. My, I've got a twin sister and she actually has a one and a half year old and even at her age they're teaching her vagina penis breast the, the correct terms even from that age mm. because unfortunately when you do use like nicknames for it you tend to infantize those yeah. words and you bring that into your adulthood yeah. you know people do have a really warped you know relationship with sex I do think everybody does but 
that that's the way to get around it. From also from a mental health point of view and things like that, I think one of the things that is massively missed in sex education is relationship education mm-hmm. about dealing with emotions, dealing with relationships, dealing with things like that. It's always sexualized. Everything's yeah. always sex, 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 mm-hmm. sex, sex, sex. When you have your first in, intimate thing, is the emotional side of it, the relationship side of it, and I think that's just abysmally not even recognized, talked about anything. It's not a part of the thing. It's it's too everything's too much down here between your legs and I wish they would like you know sort of like to speak about the emotional aspect ten times more than they actually do they don't have to be honest I don't think they even touch it unfortunately I see a lot of, in the younger boys that I work with than with the girls the girls do tend to be a little bit more emotionally switched on a bit more self-reflective and it is, it's societal it's not their fault but a lot of the boys are you know they are exposed to a lot of hyper-masculinity mm. you know they tend to get a lot of like patronising behaviour around emotions and so they just switch it off and so when I've done one-to-one work with boys and I said you know you can have that like, I don't like it if you come close to me or I want to spend time with my friends and they're like can I do that? Like, yeah, wow. yeah like exactly. that's, that's that's what they look like. Yeah. Your boundaries are for you. They're not someone else crosses your boundaries. That's a reflection of them. I was yeah. like, but if you put them in place and you keep reiterating that, eventually they'll switch on. And mm. you know, that doesn't doesn't get talked about. You know, and it's yeah, it's probably it's it's probably a big issue, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Massive, massive I think another thing as well that doesn't get spoken about enough is the um, the aspect of contraception. Yes, mm-hmm. as well, and that there are so many things that are available. To young women, that it's not all about popping the same pill. Yeah. There was a TV program on a couple of weeks ago on Channel Four. Has it pos- has its positive moments, but then there's other bits as well. That's a bit like, okay, that's just been done for reactive a reaction for the for the viewers, you know. And it is a case of um, people and maybe parents being comfortable enough to say, speak to your children regarding around safe sex contraception. That's part and parcel yeah. of it, you know. The common conversation, but also the you know the contraceptive aspect for young women. That's a massive deal because what what's the kind of education you get at school? You're with your friends. You just kind of like blase about it, and because everyone else is embarrassed, you're embarrassed, and you don't really listen or ask questions. That's the biggest thing. You don't ask questions. So then, where else are you going to get this information? So this no is why around. Hannah's content is quite good because exists, the scenarios yeah. that are put forward to you yeah. are very much you know being able to give pointers maybe you know and if it is a case of that a young person just happens to send one of your videos to their parents this is how it should be that, well, <laughs> yeah. just sort of like you know not saying that you know and then that starts a conversation mm-hmm. you know that you don't that could have already happened or even if parents watch your content yeah. with other kids oh, they will learn yeah. they will learn how to respond yeah. to it yeah like especially with the algorithm these days you can stumble upon anything really yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's amazing how powerful that could be they're like oh I didn't know that oh best go and tell them yeah. okay well I think we've Pretty much come to the end of the episode. I'm baking hot, so I do want to go outside and just... No, is that hot as in, as we were saying before, is that hot as in sex? No, I'm like, temperature? I'm sticky. All oh, right. I'm sticky hot. Just sticky. Not being I thought you'd just change from your, <laughs> I can't take a compliment to, yeah. you know, this is trend. Yeah. Baking like, hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 2023 trend is living delusionally. So the yeah. idea is that if you were that person, that you would just be like, Thank you, yeah, I am. You buy me a drink before they've even got it out. <laughs> well, this is the thing, like, for me, like I said, I would be the one, like, yeah, I'm hot. I'm baking hot. What? <laughs> but that's, again, it's because I've, I say I've never been hit on. I've probably been You hot. will have been. Loads of these. times. Loads of times. But I wouldn't know. But, yeah. Live delusionally. <laughs> Live delusionally. Yes. I assume that everyone is hitting on you and you're, you're guaranteed a date at some point, aren't yeah. you? Oh, and you'll that. feel happier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Right? That's straight from Lesbum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just to wrap it up, um, I would like Speaking to just let you... Speaking of Wow. That's Sorry. Nice. Yeah, we're not <laughs> talking about comments oh, anymore. Again. No. <laughs> um, so just, just to, as I mentioned earlier, the confessions, um, I would love anyone and everyone to send one, even if it's just a little story, um, an opinion even of like, what you know, what we've been talking about, even or what you have um, a certain opinion on a certain topic that mm. divan or slatted. I want to know yeah. <laughs> how many people have divan beds in Chester. How many people have slatted? I won't be adding that in the book though. <laughs> <laughs> a little petition, another uh, freedom petition. of speech. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a poll on my Instagram later. Yeah. Just like, I need to find out. <laughs> oh my it's, god! It's, yeah. in, the research. Research. in the name of research. <laughs> okay, well, if you do that, we'll put the results on episode two. <laughs> yes, Brilliant. We will. Thank you very right. much. Um, but we will also include your links on our um, yes. socials as well. And thank you very much. If for you're coming. not following Hannah. Oh, you need to follow. Need to follow. Honestly, yeah. really, really, really Very good content. Cool. My best so. content's on the TikTok. Instagram is literally just me shit posting all day, every day. So. <laughs> well, isn't that what it's Instagram's for? Well? <laughs> it's like, this isn't another bowl of noodles that I've eaten today. <laughs> <laughs> I love the videos as well where someone's taking a picture and they've just gone. Uh, thank you, and it's just like ruined the picture because I hate food pictures on the Instagram. But anyway, thank you, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Don't forget, you can reach out to us or email in your dilemmas via email, pridecast at chesterpride.co.uk, drop us a DM on Twitter at ch1pride, or send in your message anonymously via our Curious Cat found on our Twitter. Chester Pride is produced by Studio 30,000.